You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. So welcome to this week's Daily Star Trek News. Today is Saturday, September 4th, 2021. Uh, coming up on the show today, we've got a new title sequence from Star Trek Prodigy that was just dropped. Uh, there's a new huge casting announcement for Star Trek Picard. It's very exciting. We've got a new sneak peek from the up, uh, from the upcoming Star Trek Voyager documentary to the journey. Uh, and in some science news, Tim Russ uh, is helping NASA detect asteroids. That's pretty cool. Uh, my name is Allison Pitt. If you don't know me, hi. <laughs> this show is supported by uh, Patreon supporters like you. You can find out more about that and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. All right. So let's get started. So the, the big first news this week that dropped and I got really, really excited about it was the main title sequence and theme music for Star Trek Prodigy is now available for you to watch in all of its amazing and gorgeous glory. So uh, this was uh, debuted uh, on Tuesday at the Television Critics Association. They're doing a, a virtual summer press tour that they do every year. Um, they showed the video for the opening sequence, which I presume is the opening sequence before they've added in like uh, credits, <laughs> things like that. Um, but the score is done by Michael Giacchino, who's also done the score for Star Trek Discovery. Uh, no, not I'm getting him confused with uh, Jeff Russo. Sorry. So Michael Giacchino has done previous Star Trek work in the past. Um, and <laughs> here's what he said about the new theme. I'm excited that I had the opportunity to write the main theme for Kevin and Dan's latest project. That's Kevin and Dan Hageman, uh, the Hageman brothers, they're the producers. As always, I am thrilled to be a part of the Star Trek family. Uh, and then he went on to praise fellow composer Nami Malumid, who is the first female composer in the franchise. Um, apparently she's doing uh, scoring the episodes for, for Star Trek Prodigy, which is really great. And another, of course, groundbreaking um, moment for the Star Trek franchise. Now, I wish that I could show this to you. I don't quite have the technology yet. Um, but uh, if you are uh, listening to this on the podcast, or if you're watching this on the YouTube back, uh, I'll drop a link in our show notes. Go and watch the main title sequence. Uh, because it so far is everything that I personally had hoped for with Star Trek Prodigy. So of course, it's an animated series like uh, Star Trek Lower Decks, but the style of animation is a totally different thing. Uh, and it's uh, the type of animation where you can get really, really creative with your environments and your action. And it absolutely does not disappoint. It's just a feast for the eyes. Uh, lots of uh, really rich colors, jewel tones, and some like... So there's not a lot of action going on but if you can picture a cross between the uh, star trek a star trek opening like we're talking classic tng starships flying through space it's it's that crossed with the old style james bond openers uh, so you basically have got the the uss proto star uh, which is of course the ship in star trek prodigy it's flying through space uh, kind of over and through and around uh, these like gigantic versions of the main characters that you already recognize. So um, Rock Talk and even Janeway. And they're uh, just completely just, it's a feast for the eyes. And of course, at the very, very end, it's got that little um, 
familiar Star, Star Trek chime. Uh, I, I can't, I personally am the most excited about this show uh, of any of the current series in development. Um, I'm not ashamed to say that and I'm looking forward to when that premieres. Uh, which brings me on to when will it premiere? Well, we still haven't had uh, an actual premiere date, but uh, some eagle-eyed people have noticed that on IMDb, theoretically, it's uh, listed as October 21st of this year. Now, before you get too, too excited, IMDb is uh, user submitted, so it's not, that's not like an official, uh, well, it's not necessarily an official declaration from Viacom CBS or Paramount Plus, uh, but um, as we've talked about before on this show, uh, that's, that is a pretty likely time for it to debut because that will be just after Lower Decks ended and it'll give it just enough time to finish just before Christmas and then we can get on to Star Trek Discovery which uh, all three of those series have been uh, promised for 2021 so it's the time that makes the most sense I haven't personally seen the official announcement yet but uh, we'll see speaking of new series <laughs> in production we had actually had a really big casting announcement for Star Trek Picard season two. And if you have avoided hearing about this, um, I envy you because it has been absolutely everywhere. So Deadline.com confirmed uh, that a, a, a woman called Annie Wershing, I believe is her last name. I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that. Um, she is an actor who has been in shows like Timeless, Vampire Diaries, um, and yes, yeah, she is joining the cast of Star Trek Picard season two as the Borg Queen. Uh, now, we know that Star Trek, or sorry, that, that Picard has had a complicated relationship with the Borg in the past uh, over all of, you know, all of the series and also the movies. Uh, so this is a really interesting development in what might be the plot for that series. Now, I'm not going to speculate. I'm not actually interested in speculating, um, but it's kind of a big deal um, for Star Trek fans to have her coming back. Uh, Deadline actually confirms that she will be recurring in that role. So along with John Delancey as Q, we've got some really big heavy hitters from Picard's past uh, coming to visit him in season two. Now, again, <laughs> eagle-eyed fans, uh, and there are quite a few of them on the internet, um, recalled that in the, the the early teaser for Star Trek Picard season two, and I, I can't remember when this one came out. The second one came out in June. Um, I was It was in April. I apologize. It was in April. Um, it was the one where we're, uh, you've got a, a voiceover from Picard and it's going through his study and lingering on artifacts, you know, from the past. And there was one lingering shot of the Queen of Hearts on a chessboard, and it slowly sort of dissolved into the air. Um, I'm pretty sure at the time people mentioned, uh, you know, is that symbolic of the Borg Queen or was it just a callback uh, with Data's chess game from uh, sorry, not chess game, uh, with his uh, the, the poker game from uh, last season. Uh, but certainly, you know, they were, they've been hinting about this for quite a while. And uh, it's exciting to kind of 
be getting more information as we go. So uh, to sum up, we now know that there's going to be uh, Q is recurring, the Borg Queen is recurring, and uh, season two of Star Trek Picard, which is not due out until 2022, um, is going to be a really interesting ride. All right, so shifting from new stuff back to old stuff, uh, if, if you guys will cast your mind back to a few months ago, uh, the Star Trek Voyager documentary To the Journey broke records left and right in its fundraising campaign. Um, I, I don't have, let me see if I've got the numbers in front of me. Okay. Yep. Uh, a record-breaking $1.3 million raised through Indiegogo. And by the way, you can still contribute. I'll come on to that at the end. Um, they released a video on uh, YouTube this past week that was all the behind the scenes footage and it was just it's a teaser and it will get you ready um, and excited for the upcoming documentary. So this was a three minute preview. It was actually shown first at 55 Year Mission, a.k.a. STLV in Vegas. Um, it's basically a a real uh, showing their behind the scenes because in documentaries like this they they sit people down in a studio and, and talk to them about the show and so um it's uh footage from the studio that they were working in and all of the stars coming in to sit down and talk and it was wonderful it was all the people that you know from voyager robert beltran was there uh then you've got uh, people from other series that were uh that were there as well um and then you've got other people like um, Dr. Aaron McDonald came in to, to say a few words. Um, and it's, it's wonderful to see and get excited about who's going to be in the documentary. Um, and, but beyond that, it's just sort of a teaser, right? <laughs> There's not really anything else they're talking about. Um, but uh, it, it's, it's wonderful to watch, especially if you are a backer of the show. Uh, if you haven't already seen it, you'll want to have a look at it and see, see how they're doing. Um, so they've already uh, done a lot of that footage and uh, the director, David Zapponi says, <laughs> he made sure to promise that of course there'll be more than just talking heads in there. Uh, he has said, I'm looking for the infamous blooper reel. We're looking everywhere for that. Uh, so uh, there's a lot more information. Trekmovie.com is the one that uh, put this together and pointed us towards that video. Please go and watch it. Please go and read the Trekmovie.com report. Uh, and uh, let us know what you think about to the journey. Oh, I forgot to mention, uh, you can still contribute to that documentary if you want to make sure that uh, you get to contribute in a, in a little way to its success. If you head to voyagerdocumentary.com, you can find out more about that. All right, so um, I'm gonna come on to our sort of science news this week, Tim Russ and his uh, asteroid discovery in just a moment. But uh, I did wanna just quickly mention there is a reason that I am wearing uh, a, a t-shirt that says Dixon Hill Private Investigations. Now, if you're listening to this on the podcast, obviously you can't see it, uh, but you'll have to trust me that it's awesome. I'm a huge fan of t-shirts and other things that are like in universe. Um, this is just one of about a billion Star Trek related designs that you can get on tpublic.com. And this, the reason I'm doing this this weekend is because they're having a Labor Day sale. Uh, now I know tpublic has a sale like every two weeks, uh, but now is a great time. I think it's up to, I can never remember. I think it's up to 38% off. Uh, 
they're all slightly different. Uh, but of course, Daily Star Trek News has curated a store. I've done that personally. I've picked out the designs that I think are really cool. But um, if you go through there, it, it, you know you can you can look at any of the designs on the site. Uh, they're an affiliate partner of ours. So uh, if you buy T-shirts, having gone through our affiliate link, that helps us out on the show as well. So you can find out more at dailystartreknews.com forward slash tpublic. That's T-E-E public. Uh, Daily Star Trek News slash tpublic. Go and check it out. I am 100% positive that you will find something you like. We've actually got a couple of original designs in there as well done by the wonderful Carl Huber. And they're all about um, Star Trek for the one with the whales. See if you can figure out which ones they are. Anyway, um, go check it out. Uh, once again, yeah, dailystartreknews.com forward slash tpublic. Um, it's, it's a really great site and they've got deals on now for the Labor Day weekend. So go and check it out. Right. So a little bit of science news. And this was so wonderful. So uh, I just want to say that I love Tim Russ. <laughs> I follow him on Twitter and uh, he can sometimes be a little grumpy. Uh, and it's wonderful. Um, I don't know. Apparently, that's a thing that I like. Um, he's uh, he's very active um, on Twitter, uh, but he's also a, an amateur scientist. So this came out last weekend. Um, he let's see. Tim Russ and five other citizen astronomers were recently credited with aiding NASA in the detection of <laughs> an asteroid called a Patroclus with that. I'm very certain to be mispronouncing that, um, but it's one of the Trojan asteroids that's orbiting the planet Jupiter. Um, and it's uh, it was identified as part of an upcoming mission that's called Lucy. And I have a statement from that, the NASA website describing what Lucy is. They said, no other space mission in history has been launched to as many different destinations and in independent orbits around our sun. Lucy will show us for the first time the diversity of the primordial bodies that built the planets. Lucy's discoveries will open new insights into the origin of our Earth and ourselves, and that mission is expected to last for 12 years. Uh, so what is Tim Russ doing with all of this? Because uh, he doesn't work for NASA. However, um, he is a 29-year member of the Los Angeles Astronomical Society and has worked with outreach programs at Griffith Observatory in LA um, in the past. And uh, it sort of started out as a hobby for him and has now become a thing that he does. Uh, so the reason all of this came, um, came to be is that he's a member of the Unistellar Global Network of Citizen Astronomers, and they work in partnership with SETI uh, to uh, make observations in space and deep space. Now, uh, this is not something that just Star Trek stars can do. Um, I, and I know that there are other opportunities, and unfortunately I don't have a list here, but I know that there are plenty of opportunities if you are somebody who's interested in astronomy. Uh, lots of crowdfunding, not crowdfunding, like crowdsourcing opportunities for you to help NASA and other organizations uh, look at the night sky and uh, make sense of what we see there. So I would highly encourage you, if Tim Russ can do it, anybody can do it, um, and it's very cool. So that, that, that article was in, covered in usatoday.com if you look for that. Uh, you can also read more about the Lucy mission at, uh, at nasa.gov. Um, very cool. 
Right, so that's all of the news this week and Daily Star Trek News. Thank you so much for listening. And just a reminder that if you are listening to this as, uh, as the podcast, uh, you should come and join us on YouTube for uh, extra chat and fun, uh, including my favorite part, which is uh, show and tell. And we have some other discussion about the news of the week as well. Now, remember, you can find all of these stories, uh, including the ones I've covered on the show, but also lots more on our website at dailystartreknews.com. And if you're missing the daily fix, then please, I would encourage you to sign up for the Daily Star Trek newsletter. It's still running every day. You can sign up for that at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. You won't miss anything. All right. <laughs> anyway, thank you again for listening. This show is produced by me, Allison Pitt, and it's written by Chris Peterson, Marina Kravchuk, Jack Brown, T. Rick Jones, and David Powell. Uh, the show, of course, is supported by people like you through Patreon, and you can find out more about that at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. I will be back next week, of course, with more of the Star Trek news that you need to know. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com. <laughs>